to another episode of Miserable and Reckless, bringing you unfiltered opinions on sports, music, culture, and all things the South. I am Logan, sitting here with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon, and click subscribe while you're at it. If you look in the description of that episode, there's a link that says click here to leave us a voicemail. Tell us any comments, any questions. We will respond to you in kind the very next week. Uh, and then check out the website, miserable-reckless.com for blog content and merch. All right, let's move into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Morgan, kick things off. All right, man. I got a good, great, and awesome. So as y'all know, recently we uh, just bought a house where we closed on it back on April 17th and have the keys and have been moving stuff and everything is going great. It is a great, great, brand new house, brand new house. Not as new as, you know, the the Sixers uh, fan fan base, you know, their, their, band, their bandwagon fan base. And for all you Philadelphia fans out there, you are a football city only. You are not a basketball city. You're not a hockey city nor a baseball city. Stick to football. Go home. Thank you. Anyway, so my good is we bought the house. My uh, my great is last this past Monday, we just had all the appliances ordered and installed. So we got the washer and dryers in, the refrigerators in. Everything's great. Leads me to my awesome. We just got approved by the HOA to have our fence put in. So that should be going up sometime next week. Um, on a side note, I have an ugly and that's dealing with HOAs now. <laughs> and uh, and that uh, it, there's the house, when we bought it, the, the contractors, I guess, thought that pine needles in the bed of bushes was you know attractive and in order to replace that with mulch you have to uh get it approved by the hoa you have to also ask your neighbors if it's okay if you can put mulch down in your <laughs> yard so that's yeah. you're just getting started you're not even living there yet <laughs> i know <laughs> I can't wait. They're going to love me, man. <laughs> I'm going to buy an old beat up damn Camaro just for the hell of it and rev up the engine in the front yard like Frank the Tank. PBR. <laughs> Keep, it's, it's not exactly street legal, babe. <laughs> Cute. If you could put it on cinder blocks in the front yard and then get in it and rev it up, that would be even better. Don't, don't test me. I, I, I'll do it. <laughs> don't, don't tease me for a good time <laughs> speaking of good times Morgan Kane's just won so they advance <gasps> alright Jersey Devils are taking the elevator down <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, Dustin good the bad and the ugly I've got um, mine's not as happy as Morgan, I've got a good, bad, and ugly, a traditional setup. Good. A couple of weeks ago, uh, my man Morgan Wallen, uh, he, his One Thing at a Time album was at number one for the seventh week in a row. Why am I bringing this up like three weeks later? Well, this might be a trigger warning for the Hokie fans out there, but uh, it means that Metallica their new album who knew they were still making music but <laughs> their new album for the first time in 32 years did not debut at number one Ooh. so their streak was broken by none other mr morgan wallen who's been sitting there for i don't know how many weeks up at number one and or near the top so 
I like Morgan Wallen, not a big fan of Metallica, so that's my good for the week or for the past couple weeks. Uh, bad Coach K got an award um, from the U.S. <laughs> I, I know it's it's from the U.S. Basketball Writers Association. The award. Biggest Smith Award. <laughs> big, big, biggest grump. <laughs> I mean, that would be better. Um, the Billy I'm, from New England Award would be better. But, <laughs> his, but he, he received the Dean Smith Award from the U.S. Ooh. Basketball Ooh. Writers Association. I, I'm just, I, first and foremost, when you get offered that award and you're <laughs> Coach K, your response is the Wedding Crashers response. <laughs> Kindly leave. You don't accept that. <laughs> or, or Dustin, better yet, what was it? Uh, the Super Troopers? When, uh, uh, was it? Uh, what's his face? Uh, Johnny Cash were up there and it lit that award on fire that was. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, who is the other? Yeah. John Denver on my. Are you going to yes. light my award on fire? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I would have been way better. Um, I don't think he would have gotten his NBA job if he did that, so that's probably why. But um, but nevertheless, he should have, and that I would have respected it and supported it. So uh that's a bad that that award never should have happened. It also shouldn't be named after Dean Smith. So that's an argument for another day. My ugly, uh we've been lied to. Oh. Generations. Oh, which delicious which variety, which variety of way? <laughs> I was about to say which lie. <laughs> this is gonna be fun. The delicious treats in the ice cream section. I'm doing quotations here. Are not all ice cream quotations. Apparently, I just recently have learned this. That much of what you find in the ice cream, again, doing the quotations section, is actually a frozen dairy dessert. It does not actually qualify as ice cream. You actually have to, and, and what's so slick about it is most time you walk around and you look at these things, looks like ice cream to me, right? But if you read the packaging, it doesn't say it anywhere. In fact, it somewhere on the packaging, usually on the bottom, hidden from sight, says frozen dairy dessert. If you would like to know a handful of the brands who have been deceiving us for all <laughs> these years, I've got them for you. There's Briars, not ice cream. It's a frozen dairy dessert. There's Turkey Hill. I don't. I believe they may have a couple of ice creams, but most of theirs are frozen dairy desserts. Friendlies, known for their ice cream, yes? <laughs> Not at the grocery store, frozen dairy desserts. Reese's, they have a line, also frozen dairy desserts. Good humor bars, not ice cream. Certain Klondike bars, but not all. Not ice cream. Blue Bunny sandwiches. Blue Ribbon Classic Bars and mm. Nestle Drumsticks are not, in fact, ice cream. They are a frozen dairy crack. dessert. They're crack. <laughs> so that, to me, has been earth-shattering. 
and I, for one, will continue to eat it, but I will be bothered by it <laughs> forever now. So I just want to go on the record and make sure that's known. I've never heard of that. <laughs> it is, I, was, I just assumed, like, it, it's got to be ice cream, right? Like, it's basically advertised as the ice cream aisle. In fact, we should sue the grocery stores. Because if you so. go down the aisle, it says ice cream on the aisle. So, really, who's at fault here? Is it the ice cream makers or the grocery stores who have been lying to us? That's the question. Either way, I'm sure they're, they're bit, both big companies, so fuck them. That's why. Let's <laughs> take their money in a lawsuit. <laughs> Miserable and reckless legal teams who get on that. <laughs> It's like nacho cheese. It's a cheese product. You know, Kraft Singles are the same thing. If you read, yeah, the I don't package. eat those. They're they're gross. They're they're you know, I've never liked Kraft Singles. <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt you can. You see never that. liked what, Dustin? Kraft Singles. I've never thought they were good because they're no. not real cheese anyway. But I always no, thought they not. tasted like shit. No, they did. They still do. I called him something else until I was told that uh, I wasn't supposed to say that anymore. <laughs> so I doubt you can see this, but this is the book I'm currently reading. It's called The Secret Life of Groceries, The Dark Miracle of the American Supermarket. Uh, don't read it if you don't like the ice cream thing. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> There's a lot of other stuff in there that's pretty, uh, that's pretty damning. I'll just leave it. Um, basically, uh, um, if you finish reading this book, you'll basically just want it. <laughs> Morgan. Morgan's going through the cheese drawer <laughs> in, his, in his fridge. In his fridge. Morgan, while you're there, tell us which are cheese and which are not cheese, well, according to what the package is. <laughs> I love that he turned on his camera just for this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking the kid's cheese. What is that? A baby? You, gotta, you, gotta, you baby. gotta look close at this stuff. Hey, what does it say? Baby hydrogenated, hydrogenated something or other. It's Paw Patrol mozzarella sticks. They're not. I bought it. They didn't. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear them cry, so I'll leave it. <laughs> Let's see what we got in here. <laughs> now he's, he's in the freezer in the dessert side okay got some ben and jerry's is that ice cream strawberry cheesecake what is i can't read the fine print uh, my camera sucks sorry what does it say it says ice cream maybe the communists in vermont actually make ice cream <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. Good for Ben and Jerry for putting out a real product. <laughs> yeah, what's what the the hell of all this is I saw this article and I was like, man, this is ridiculous. And then I was like, let me see this list. I've always criticized my wife for like Briar sucks. I don't like Briars. Yeah, Briars does suck. And we get Briars every so often and we have it right now. Like, and I was I saw it first on the list. I was like, ha, yes. And then I scrolled down, and the the brand that I like, Turkey Hill, was also on the list. I was like, yeah, damn it. <laughs> I was going to use this to be like, you can't 
can't have t- this stuff in my house. Briars, <laughs> Turkey Hill, all of you companies that are not putting out real ice cream. You are fake news. <laughs> tell you what, man. Spend a few extra dollars and get the Telemonchi ice cream, dude. That's just good. Yeah, I we used to could afford that, but you know. <laughs> oh, I get I get that. Like, past couple of years have been. No, I haven't bought. Up. No, I don't get ice cream all the time either. So. <laughs> I can't afford it all the time. Yeah, yeah I, been, I guess I could if I got Briars, but who the hell wants to eat Briars? Things got so expensive with like all that shit that I haven't bought desserts or anything either. Like I tried this tonight and I thought it was going to be good. It What'd wasn't bad, but I'm not going to ever do this again either. Maybe I just didn't have the right mix, but I bought some uh, Walmart brand vanilla Greek yogurt and obviously I have peanut butter. So I took some peanut butter, put it in a bowl, <clears throat> put the vanilla Greek yogurt in it, mixed it up. And it, it didn't go. It wasn't as good as it sounded like in my head. Uh, you got to do something crunchy. That's the difference maker. Yeah, it just, sound, it just sounds like it didn't work out too well for you there, Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good, the bad, and the ugly, Ryan. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of Ramsey's, no, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> The mascot of North Carolina, for those that don't know. Um, all right, let's 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 rewind because we took uh, we took a week off there last week. Um, so let's go to let's let's talk courses. Speaking of things that should not be food, um, Burger King. <laughs> uh, so Mage was the horse that won the Kentucky Derby last week. Why is that of interest? It's of interest because part of uh, a couple of years ago, we did the thing on. Probably should have looked up the horse's name, Dustin. It was your pick. It was um, the the frat bros that uh, all got and together. Marty's buddies, yeah, yeah. They all got together and they decided they were going to own a horse, kind of as like a as a joke to just bring them together. And I guess they're in a different class than we are. We do a podcast for free, and and they own a horse, but. <laughs> That was the funny part about that story. The like slightly funny part is that we just record a podcast on Zoom and they actually buy a horse and go to the <laughs> Kentucky Derby. But anyway. <laughs> so the horse mage that won uh, is owned by a variety of different people because it costs a shit ton of money to be in horse racing. But um, one of it was, uh, and I hope I have the name of this correct, but uh, one of them was Commonwealth which is like their, their their letters. I think it was all the vowels or something in Commonwealth. But long story short, uh, they had like 80 people or something invest in this horse all for like 50 bucks each. And then they all got to show up in the winner's circle. And then they all were like cheering on the horse. So they're all dressed like crazy and probably drinking too much because it was a 15 to one shot, which isn't the worst, but it's certainly not, it wasn't the favorite. And so I was just laughing leading up to the race on saturday and i didn't even mean to spend as much time on this but leading up to the race on saturday i was laughing at basically the idea of like what happens if all 80 of those people try and like equally push and shove their way into like winter circle so just so that that happened but that wasn't the horse that grabbed my attention so my good this actually happened on friday um there's a whole wikipedia article on this so if you want to read about this you can uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. They did a great piece on it on Friday. Friday is when the Phillies run. Um, 
and and that is the Kentucky Oak that leads up to the Kentucky Derby. And a horse named Cody's Wish won um, a race uh, during the day, and the story really grabbed my attention. If you want, I would just encourage the listeners out there to go um, in Wikipedia Cody's Wish. But the long and short of it is that uh, uh, there's a, a, a kid named Cody, Cody Dorman, and um, he has had a lot of challenges in life, and he is um, he was able to meet the horse. And long story short, uh, basically, as soon as he met the horse, um, the horse started to win and has been very lucky. And he had a huge couple of upsets to even get in to the Kentucky Oaks. Uh, sorry, um, the Kentucky Oaks is the whole thing. He won the Churchill Down Stakes. That's the race that he won. And it was a huge upset or sorry, it was uh, it was it was a huge upset that he made it there. But then once he made it there, he was he was an exceptional horse. And and if you could have seen the piece leading up to it and then uh, about what the horse means to the family and what the horse um, legitimately means to this to this kid. He, he, I don't remember all the things that that he has going on, but he struggles to speak. Um, but you could even see the joy on his face to a certain extent. And and his family was there in the Warner circle. They were at the track. They were able to be able to watch the horse run. And um, he, he, his, the horse, horse, different horses do different things. And the horse came from behind and he was all the way at the back of the back. And then he like, like, and I do mean charged and not in like a, and I'm not being dramatic when I say that it was like he had afterburners on and the rest, I mean, he must've finished. 10 lengths or something ahead of everybody. So it was super dramatic that he came from the back and then just dusted everybody at the, at the finish line. I mean, it wasn't even close. So, uh, uh, I do believe I'm correct in saying that he's gone five and zero since in, in his wins, which is, which is pretty significant. So, uh, that was a, that was a really cool story. Um, now if I'm going to be a jackass and move on from that, my bad is this. I've been traveling a lot. I've been traveling for about two weeks with my wife. We were up here in the Northeast, which is a little out of my comfort zone. But at the same time, I was excited to come up here and kind of see some of the islands that are up here in the Northeast. Um, here's my problem. When I'm in a hotel, uh, there's limited channels on TV. And if you, by chance, want to watch something on ESPN, um, what I've learned uh, just to pass the time while maybe you're, you know, trying not to spend some money or maybe you're hanging out in the hotel, having a couple of cheap drinks, or you're just waiting the rain out, which was one day for sure. Um, what I've learned is that during the day, um, it, it is apparent to me that JJ Reddick is on ESPN from about 7 a.m. till about 3 p.m. in the afternoon. And the guy, they can't get the guy off the TV. It's, it's crazy. Um, he, uh, I, we were in a hotel in Connecticut. And I had to go up and down in the elevator with the big atrium and they have the TV and it's tuned to ESPN. And when you go into the, uh, you know, you think the executive lounge or whatever would have something different from ESPN. Nope. There's JJ Reddick arguing with Stephen A. Smith. I'm trying to get a cup of coffee and relax. There's JJ Reddick with his perfectly combed hair arguing with somebody else. I'm trying to do something else. Here's JJ Reddick telling me why LeBron James sucks, even though they're up three, one on the Warriors. I don't really care about the NBA. I don't really care about JJ Reddick. What I do know is that when he's on the TV constantly talking about things, and then I find out that he's in uh 
in talks for a, uh, a a job with the Raptors on top of all the stuff that's going on with Coach K. I'm just really sick of hearing about Duke. I'm sick of hearing hearing about Duke and their and their coaches and their players and everything else. And on top of that, as far as I'm concerned, it's May. We should only have to hear about Duke from basically what December to March. So that's my bad. <laughs> I'm sick of JJ Redick being on TV. I'm sick Damn. of it. Yeah. I'm just sick of it. So you know what? I'm glad that Coach K got the Dean Smith Award because that's what he gets for having his stupid ass players on TV all the time. When I'm just trying to relax and just trying to to, to watch my limited TV programming while I'm on vacation. Get, and my, get more people in the NBA. Oh, okay. <laughs> then you can have more TV personality, especially so we, controversial <laughs> ones. Get controversial ones. Oh, so not Joel Berry. <laughs> that would be ideal yes if you want to be on television the the guys know that i actually secretly have a man crush on jj reddick because he <laughs> i thought he was constantly going to come to the celtics and he, he never ended up there so uh, my last one's very simple i don't know but for the longtime listeners way 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 back in 2020 we needed a lot of stuff to watch on tv and so one of the things that i found myself watching uh unfortunately and it was really funny, and I don't regret watching it, was the, uh, what was it, Amy Schumer Learns How to Cook or something like that. Do you guys remember me talking about this? I just wish Amy Schumer would learn how to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so her wife, I do remember you mentioned it. <laughs> so her wife was a chef, right? In the, in the gimmick, he was funnier than she was on the show, to your point. The gimmick was that in every single dish, it seemed like he would try and make something with fennel and he would just, because fennel, if you see it in its natural form is this big bulb thing that you can like slam on the counter. And he'd, he'd always wait till the end and he'd be like, and one last ingredient, <laughs> he'd like pull it out and slam it on the counter and be like fennel. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were traveling, I, it seemed like for a while there, Every single shampoo or body soap or whatever these little frou-frou things are that you get in the hotel, it seemed like every single one of them had fucking fennel in it. It started to become like a like a like a laugh with me and my wife where we're like, oh wait, look, more fucking fennel. <laughs> so that's my ugly. The people up here in the northeast definitely use fennel too much in freaking everything, whether it's their soups or their whatever. It's in everything up here, including the little teeny tiny bars of shit in the hotels. So there you go. <laughs> Fennel must be the secret ingredient. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that leaves me um, get the goods from the sports world out of the way. So good. Canes won the night moving on won the series four to one over the devils. Um, as of right now, this one's still not final yet, but as of right now, the end of the eighth states up eight to seven on UNC and baseball. We need some wins. We're not having their greatest year this year. Might not even make the ACC tournament, but you know what? When the small battles not focus on the war, got to take care of the Tar Heels. Let's finish it out. And then other good is it looks like the summer concert uh, schedule for me is shaping up nicely. I've got Turnpike Troubadours in September on the docket. Eric Church in August is planned and Matchbox 20 is planned in July. So um, so more to be added later, but pretty solid start so far. I've always wanted to see Matchbox 20. They they had tickets for 25 bucks this year. 
So looking forward to that one for church. Are they paying you Uh, 25 bucks or are you paying them 25 bucks? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, their first two records, I will, I will defend to the end of the uh, earth. (laughs) I'd pay more than 25 to see them. That'd be awesome. (laughs) It's the only bad side of that one is it's a Wednesday night. So it's like, where at? Uh, Walnut Creek. Yeah. Thursday morning. Thursday morning show. (laughs) You'll be, yeah, that's probably the time you'll be getting home. It actually, actually, yeah, it might not actually be too bad on a Wednesday night out there. Let's hope. (laughs) But, but yeah, uh, Cody Jenks is opening for Eric Church uh, in Raleigh. Um, But yeah, those are on the docket this year. Um, But then, you know, I guess the bad is, like I said, interstate baseball not doing too great right now. Um, mm. we're in danger of not even making the ACC tournament this year. Uh, so that's, that's kind of rough. A couple years removed from college world series appearance. And now we're not, might not even make the conference tournament. So that's definitely a bad, but that's my good, good and bad. You know, State <laughs> lacrosse is not going to make the tournament either. Just as that. <laughs> well, we're not a, we're not a Northeastern school, so we don't play that. Oh, another bad is NC State discontinued their rifle team. We were the only team in the ACC with one. Next year, it's not going to be a thing. Probably all that travel to the flyover schools. Probably. <laughs> As norm- that honestly, that probably uh, factored into it. But <laughs> maybe Anyways. if y'all were getting SEC money, you would do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like we, I think we even had like a uh, a gold medalist from NC State from the rifle team. And so it's like we were good, but you know, they I guess it's not in the budget. Times are tight these days. <laughs> Inflation's getting everything. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right, Dustin, throw it over to you. <laughs> um this week we wanted to to be negative and miserable. <clears throat> we hadn't really been in it, there's I feel like we've kind of been too positive, too happy at times. I was looking for something that we could be negative and miserable about because we need to live up to the name a little bit. And uh, I ran across, and we're going to not necessarily stick to this list that that I happened to run across, but I ran across a recent uh, poll of sorts of the 10 worst cities in America. I sent it to the guys, and I was like, this would be fun. Sure, we have opinions on this, and uh, you know we've we've been a, a decent number of places across the four of us, and uh, including places on the list, and uh, we we clearly have very strong opinions in St. Louis, but let's what I, how I envision this going is I I want to break it down in the cities I know we've been into, we've been to. There's one that's sort of in between, and then there's four that I'm pretty confident that we have not been to. So I just want to kind of throw out there what the five cities I believe that we've been to are. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. And then we can kind of hit on them all we want. And then we can talk about who maybe should be at it. So first of all, (laughs) of course, East St. Louis. uh, (laughs) But they had it as Illinois. I don't know if they're just idiots or or – if they haven't been to the Missouri portion of St. Louis or whatever, but anyway, East St. Louis is on there. Uh, Baltimore, Maryland is on there. Miami, Florida, New Orleans. I think we all know where New Orleans is. And Charleston, West Virginia. 
which I have been to. I don't know if any of y'all have been. The one that I feel like is kind of in between is Jackson, Mississippi. Logan recently went to Mississippi. I don't believe you went to Jackson, <laughs> but that might be good enough for horseshoes and hand grenades. So those are the, been, those are, are the five things. And you've been to Gary, Indiana? No way. <laughs> A lot. A lot. <laughs> Because we used to stop there on the on the way to um, when I was young, we went out to Minnesota for the summers, and we used to stop there to eat at a Perkins. <laughs> that that's is a, that's a true story. Gary, Indiana, for like five years straight, was per capita the like the murder capital of the United States. That's what I was about to ask. Weren't they like a murder town? Like that's that's pretty bad. That that's your reputation. It, I don't know if it got worse. I remember that when we were. Hop off the damn train and get stabbed. <laughs> this would have been like 90, 90. Welcome to Gary. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been like 92 to 97 that we were out there. And I remember that the big deal about Gary, it was definitely a truck stop. Um, for sure. Definitely a truck stop town. And uh, a lot of couldn't, couldn't, the waitresses at Perkins could not keep the coffee refilled. But, um, uh, also, it, it's right where the where the timeline goes through. So I remember like time like didn't exist in Gary because it wasn't East Coast and it wasn't Midwest. It just was like one of those weird towns that's on the on the line. So they could never really figure out what time it was. I don't know why I remember that. But. Yeah, that was back when you did you wind up your watch like your dad had a pocket watch and he wound it up at nighttime or the calculator. <laughs> <laughs> The Cassia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so in your opinion, let's start with Gary. In your opinion, if you're writing a top 10 list, should it have been on the list? I think Gary should be on the list right behind Camden, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you just, why don't, you know, for a list like this, just name the state New Jersey and leave it alone. <laughs> Oh man, there's there's a lot you can say about that. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Oakland didn't make this list. The first city on the list is in that right outside of Oakland. It's Stockton. Where is Stockton? Is it close? I don't know. Across the about bay. It. It's across the bay from Oakland. Okay. What so did you get a loop? So okay, then you get. A, I don't. I'm sorry. Color me. You know. I think. I don't know. You guys have me second guess. Hold on, I'm 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 pulling up a Google Map now. Here's the thing: as an East Coast elitist, I don't really care. <laughs> it's oh. to the it's to it's a little bit to the east of uh, San Francisco. So it's actually it, no, it's not Oakland. Okay. Do they have poop in the streets too? I don't know. If, I don't know if Stockton does, but Oak, Oakland sure shit does, and so does the mission. So does the mission district in San Francisco. And and the the hell of it all is it isn't the dogs doing it. That's the worst no. part. Shit, no man. We walked back from the the Bart back to our hotel in the mission district on both sides of the sidewalk were were cardboard box motels and weed and piss and shit everywhere. Oh, California like has become a. California has become a homeless haven. Well, Melissa's wife just got back from San Francisco, and there are parts that are certainly cleaned up near the Salesforce Tower, but she is 
I didn't go, but she's well aware of the fact that there are parts that are not so great. We'll just <laughs> leave it at that. And that's and that's coming from someone who was able to uh I don't want to speak for her, but was able to to kind of come in and and on a business trip and go out. And even still you're you know, you're kind of like skirting around. And that's in like downtown San Francisco, which wait till we get to Baltimore. But (laughs) 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 the only thing I know about Stockton is that uh, Jack's Teller and Sons of Anarchy was always going up to Stockton. That's all I really know. And for that reason, I don't think it should be on the list because that was the greatest television series that was ever on. But what was he doing in Stockton? Well, it's a lot of crime and bad things but, <laughs> but that's not the point <laughs> don't get in the way of my narrative <laughs> i was sad to see uh bakersfield california because that was like the the center of a lot of the like western and country western um a lot of a lot of good quality entertainment and singers came out of that area and and for that to be even in the discussion for a uh, not so great town anymore is sad. And like on top of that, maybe, maybe there was an entire. Go ahead, Morgan. I was going to say, I mean, maybe all those artists that came out there are great because the town is so shitty and they sing about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> it's very possible. But it's like there's an entire uh, era of of like specific artists from old country that's even prevalent in some today. Like it was, it was called the Bakersfield sound. So that I had the same reaction when I saw that. I was like, ah, oh, never been there, but I was like Bakersfield. I was like, you know, Buck Owens, uh, very much was of the Bakersfield sound. Merle Haggard was involved in that, uh, Dwight Yoakam to get a little bit more modern. And then all the way up to today, you can draw straight lines to John party. Bakersfield's sound is still an underlying influence of country music. So kind of sucks to hear it's a shithole. You know, it's funny. It sounds like the Bakersfield sound kind of moved to Texas, just like the rest of the Californians. (laughs) (laughs) They they were actually ahead of most of their peers. (laughs) What I will, uh, what I will tell you about Bakersfield and when I saw it on the list is this. So as a NASCAR fan, I'm, uh, what is it? contractually obligated to tell you in Kevin Harvick's last season that he is racing for his last season uh, this year, which we are contractually obligated to hear 17 times during this box broadcast. We'll see if Dale Jr. And the, and, the, and the gang at NBC Sports have a different level of amount of times that they need to talk about it, especially as the season starts to end, if it needs to go up to 25 times a broadcast. But anyways, um, I'm, uh, I know exactly two things about Kevin Harvick. I know that he was on his wrestling team in high school, and that means he's a hard-nosed scrapper, blah, 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 blah. I also know he took over the three car for, for senior, and that was a rough spot to step into, period, end of story. Um, but uh, I also know he's from Bakersfield, and because he's from Bakersfield means he's a hard-nosed scrapper and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, is this is this is this so basically what that means is every time they go to Kevin Harvick, he just basically gives a grumpy old man opinion on everything. Well, I think that young whippersnapper cut me off, and so I'm gonna punch his face in and yeah. So basically the one person I know from Bakersfield is Kevin Harvick. 
and he basically is a hard rapper and or whatever. So it's 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 not a problem for me whatsoever to assume that his city is obviously on the top ten list. And if I remember correctly, he is number four, and it would be great if Bakersfield was number four on this list. It is. That's what I thought. So congratulations (laughs) for being number four and also knowing that your city is number four on the world's shittiest or America's shittiest cities list. That was pulled together by some random poll. But anyway, that doesn't matter where it came from. (laughs) Semantics. Yeah. (laughs) The article says that it is nothing but meth and strip malls. End of quote. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful with all right. First of all, strip malls are not all bad. <laughs> I live in an area of many, many strip malls. And so I, I wouldn't want to be negative. Malls. I wouldn't want to be negative on the strip malls, but the meth part, yeah, that's not great. I mean, there's also sometimes some fine dining within a strip mall. <laughs> you yeah. might find an Applebee's, a Chili's. Or a fancy jacket location. Exactly. I was just about to say, <laughs> find a place for you. <laughs> Oh my. Um Logan, would you like to reiterate or speak to Mississippi as a whole? We're just gonna lump that whole state in. Yeah, Mississippi sucks. There's a reason they're 49th or 50th and everything. Like God knows. I was expect I wasn't expecting it to be like a an oasis when I de- went down there, but I wasn't expecting it to be that bad. Like oh, it was shithole. literally it was the worst city I've ever visited, and it's not even close. And like I've been to Atlanta. Like it, I haven't been it, to St. Louis, but I haven't been to St. Louis. No, <laughs> but like, I'm just going to assume that Biloxi was like the nice part of, of Mississippi. Cause I've heard worse things about Jackson. So unlike Johnny and June, I'm not going to Jackson. <laughs> How about Oxford? Can we leave Oxford out of this? Oxford's supposed to be all right. Mr. Lane train yeah. over here. No, Mississippi yeah. sucks, period. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin's think, still Dustin's still holding on to the Alan Jackson being co- college, for an, <laughs> an Angle college colleges colleges don't count. The the state as a whole sucks. Hey look, having just been in Newport and realizing that it's the uh sister city of Annapolis literally in every possible way. I'm wondering if Chapel Hill and Oxford aren't uh twin twin cities there. They're they're the bastions of learning. In a in a in a state overrun by idiots and everything else, I mean, I I, I can totally see the the narrative here. I, I'm I'm going to stand with Oxford on this one. The rest of the state, <laughs> no, Ben can go can go to hell. As far I, as I look look forward to seeing that on the back of your Jeep. I stand with Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm surprised. I'm surprised. In this house, Danville, we stand Virginia. with Oxford. <laughs> um, <laughs> In my neighborhood, they'd probably assume it was the place in England. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I am actually shocked that Danville, Virginia, did not make this list. Oof! So funny it's, about thing it's about probably Danville, a size issue. I bet that's the reason why. Funny thing, but you can Danville, add it to the list. Like I've never been there, right? So I really don't have a big opinion of it. But the Durham Bulls, the original Durham Bulls, who were a single A club, they left, right? They went to Danville. They stayed for one season. They, and then they immediately moved to Myrtle Beach and became the Myrtle Beach Pelicans. So Danville must suck. It does. Oh. The crime there is bad. But they're getting a, they're getting a, a casino. 
And then it's going to turn into Biloxi. <laughs> so, Just without yeah. the dirty ocean. <laughs> strip, 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 strip malls, casinos, and prostitutes. I guess Hugh Freeze is going to have a, have a nice place to go visit when he goes to recruit up there. <laughs> I, I did see they came out with uh, this is this is Danville right I did see they came out with like the, the census like estimate or update or whatever for I guess through last year in the last year and uh, in Virginia a good portion of the state is growing but it's not where the, you would expect and I believe like Danville and some of those places are actually growing which doesn't mean much. They're not very big. Like, so the percentage sounds like, that. but, yeah. but areas like Norfolk and Northern Virginia had people, uh, leaving. Like the only major city they grew was Richmond and every other area that was growing was like the small towns. And so doesn't mean they can't be on the list of shitty cities. It just means, or towns or whatever they're considered <laughs> just means for whatever reason, people are going there. Maybe it's the casino. Hey, Morgan, I'm going to ask an ignorant question. Okay. Have we been? Have we been to Danville, or have we only been in South Boston? You've only been in South Boston. Okay. You might have been to Danville at one point in your life. I don't. I don't know. I didn't take you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair let enough. him clarify. He has not taken you to Danville. <laughs> yeah. Well, my my brother in a past life did some recruiting in South in that part of Virginia and. And, and all all along Virginia. Well, just leave well hell, I mean, it's, apparently there's just some good pitching coming out of our area. So as a kid, it's uh, pitching lights out in the Cincinnati minor leagues right now, last name Abbott, who should be hitting the big leagues anytime now. And then you had the uh, Jeffries, I think was his last name, who went to a couple of different ball clubs, was a pitcher. The major in the majors. I think so it was Morgan, the Cubs at one point. Do you, anyway. want, do you want to contrast Danville with a city that did make the list? No, no, yeah. Danville's a shithole. I hate Danville. <laughs> we used Is to it, call it we used to call it Dan Vegas, and now they're getting a casino. <laughs> there you go. Uh, STD capital of the world. <laughs> That's got to be Jacksonville or Fayetteville, right? Probably. I would imagine. <laughs> probably Vietnam. That's another city that can be put on the list. Yeah. If I've heard Fayetteville can be at it, yes. I've heard yeah. that Tallahassee has their own uh, oh. strand of uh, chlamydia that's unique to Tallahassee from the university. <laughs> It's like the Wuhan COVID. Yeah, it's, 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 it's quite true. And if you get it, you get a free pair of shoes. <laughs> you, can we expand Tallahassee to include the greater Panama City Beach area? Yes, yes, we can. There's probably, if it's a Venn diagram, there's probably some crossover. Uh, yeah. I would imagine that whole area, I would imagine that, that whole area in the off season is... Got to be some sketchy ass motherfuckers that like the locals. Like it's, it's gotta be bad. Would you like, like a story? <laughs> I mean, I've been I'm, talking like, I'm talking like in the off season, like, like late December, Wrightsville Beach, Carolina Beach type local bad. 
I can give and you. And there's no disrespect to Carolina Beach. I love that area, but in the middle of December, the locals that come out, those are some sketchy ass motherfuckers. Excuse my language. <laughs> there's an E on the podcast ever. Your fault if you didn't see it. Yeah, podcasts are not regulated by the FCC, so you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I don't know I if it deserves to be on the list, but I can definitely give you a story. It'll be very brief. I went to Panama City in the offseason. <laughs> Morgan, you are not wrong. Um, when did we interview Phil? I went with Phil Kaminsky. Early. And we played, and I do mean, if you want to Google it, you can. We played Spinnakers. Yeah. In October. <laughs> mm. Not spring break season. Spinnakers, for those that don't know, is a huge beachside club that has about like 40 rooms in it. And some of them have different types of um, uh, like themes or whatever. Like they'll play different kind of music. They have a huge mm. pool in the middle, if I'm remembering correctly. That may be Club Lavello, which is next That door. was Club Lavello, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Spinnakers has this big old stage and it looks right out on the ocean. It's pretty cool. So anyways, you get done with that, right? And there's a band house in Panama City. Um, I was, uh, because I was traveling with the band, but not necessarily part of the band. It was my little yeah. almost famous moment. I got relegated to the shitty cot, which was apparently in like the, in like the fuck room was what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so God. I was, I was basically, good. I was basically in a garage where I had to go down that was enclosed that was owned by Spinnakers or Club Lavella, so whatever. I hope you had your tetanus shot. Yeah, probably not, because I hate shots, but my immune system is spot on for the recent pandemic. And uh, anyways, long story short, this local comes up to us after the show, and she couldn't have been more Florida, which can be lovely and can be charming, and also can be great people Bad watching. Salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This would have been 2010, so I was taking my talents to Tallahassee about the time that LeBron was taking his talents to South Beach. And uh, we ended up in South Beach on that tour later on. And uh, anyways, long story short, she took us to a local party, and uh, we had something, I don't know, um, that was in the uh, giant igloo cooler that was on top of the bar. This is about 2.30 in the morning. And then she kindly and very, um, uh, we were very grateful to her for driving a shit-faced drunk home where she swerved around an alligator in the middle of the road. And I almost died because I hit a palm tree because I was in the front seat. And I would have been the Florida man. Florida man passes away high on <laughs> alcohol hitting a palm tree. She drove on the wrong side of the road at least three or four times. I've never, I've driven with my wife and I've driven with Jenny and I've never been so terrified in my entire life. <laughs> as driving with, as driving with this girl. So that's your, that's your uh, Panama City local story. I'm not sure they deserve to be on the list, but, uh, but Tallahassee is a whole, they call it Tallahassee for a reason. If you include the naval base in there, it's even worse. Where's the uh, uh, Picola? <laughs> if you, you know, may not, people may not love to say it on the internet, but let's say it. Generally, if you find the uh, towns with the military base, they don't have the best reputations. Nah. 
affordable. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's keep talking about Florida. Bunch of us have been to Miami. Thoughts, opinions. <clears throat> No, I have a bone to pick, but I'll wait till the end. <laughs> never, never, never been, and not in a hurry to go there. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not a Miami hater, whatever it's worth. Not in my kind of town, um, but I'm not necessarily a hater because I had a good time when I was there. But we also, uh, instead of doing, we chose to go do something different than to do the South Beach experience the whole time we were there. And we also got to go to a couple ball games, which was awesome. Not saying the field was awesome, but it was fun to be able to go to like baseball and hang out with your buddies. So my experience there is not necessarily negative, but when you, it is a town and I'm sure someone could show you like there's areas that aren't this way. It is a town that seems very apparent that it is the wealthy people and then the poor people. And there's not a lot of people in between. And so if you go around that town, that's what you're like. You're just going through areas of that. And like I, I've stayed there on our buddy's trip. I've stayed there another time, uh, extended a couple of days after a work trip, stayed in a very interesting, sketchy motel. Uh, but, you know, you know, like the, this was like 2010 and they still had the, the key that had like the punch holes in it. Oh and yeah. You use that to get into the room. And you <laughs> had to like pay money if you lost it. Like that kind. Like, yeah, that's that's the kind of place we stayed in. It was sketchy. But nevertheless, the beach was all right. In front of the sketchy motel. Did y'all go to like any fine dining or like local restaurants? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I mean, let me let me rephrase this. Obviously, you traveled a long way away. Clearly, you wouldn't go to a uh, a staple that's you could go to any restaurant in, throughout the entire country. You clearly would be going somewhere that's just Miami based, right? I mean, yeah, we we went to Fridays. Okay, local, that, local not... place called Fridays, right? <laughs> to his credit, the guy that we were traveling with. He, I think he thought that it was named Saturdays, if I remember correctly. And I think that's because the person who we had met on the beach earlier said, I'm going to Saturdays. And to be fair, that person was not from this country. So they didn't understand <laughs> that Saturdays wasn't a cool spot to be at in South Beach. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> However, we did go to the Clevelander. That was awesome. They go to the Clevelander. And and the fake Clevelander in the outfield of the bog park. True. Which is cool. If anyone ever wants to go to Miami and you get and you uh, and you want to go to a baseball game and you think that this is cool or it just intrigues you for some reason, um, it's it's unique for sure. When you talk about unique baseball parks, Oakland doesn't have one, but Miami does. And Miami is basically, a, I've never been to Oakland, but I would imagine Miami is a better experience than Oakland because same amount of fans, better stuff to do. Trust me, you're not <laughs> missing 
you you don't rule out Oakland because they're moving to Las Vegas anyway. But you're not missing anything at the, uh, the Oakland Coliseum. That place was the worst ballpark I've ever been to. Um, the worst. I'll save you the Miami tour guide, but long story short, when you sent this uh, list out, Dustin, this is the only one that I really had a bone to pick with. Miami is actually, and I don't know what, what this means about me, but Miami is actually one of my favorite places I've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> I would not put it as a favorite, but I would not put it as a bad. Let me put it that way. And it's funny because when I, I, there was, as anyone that listens to this podcast knows, there's, um, so we have Guys Weekend, and Guys Weekend always happens to fall on my now wife's birthday. Weekend, in, and generally in July, the last couple of years, we've been doing it in the fall. And uh, one year, um, to kind of make a grand gesture and celebrate uh, a birthday for her that was a, like a milestone birthday, um, she had tended, she had been to Miami in the past and she had had a cousin that lived there and a bunch of other stuff. So um, we went down to Miami and I like really, really, really actually enjoyed it. But it was funny because we both kind of came to the same um, revelation that Miami for a couple may not be as fun as she had on her own on a girl's trip and I had on my own as a, as a guy's trip. So we were, she was like, well, I think I remember being in, in this, but yeah, 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 this pool looks familiar. And then like, we'd walk into like another place and I'd be like, I think this, this, this might be the, the Raleigh. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's up here a little further. No, this is definitely the, no, I don't remember that. And then like, I'd be like, okay, this, uh, you, you have to pull out your map, like a tourist and Google map. <laughs> and you're like on Collins Avenue and you're like, no, 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 this is definitely the place where we go. And we go in there and she'd be like, this is, this is where you took your buddies. And I'd be like, oh yeah, this is, this is where my buddy showed up in tank tops. <laughs> <laughs> We've so been in case that it's, well, not at the Raleigh. We, I made you guys walk a couple blocks to go to the Raleigh because, and, and then we had a good time, I think, in that, uh, that was a very uh, exclusive. I, I don't know. I like, I like Miami. I, you're not wrong in your assessment of it, though. It's rich and poor. And if you, this will be my last thing I say about Miami. If you trust anything that Ray Thompson says, and I know we talk about him too much on this podcast, probably like Marty Smith, his favorite bar in the world is off of, and I hope I'm saying this right, either Biscayne or Biscayne Bay. And it's uh, it's just outside of downtown Miami. Because you can sit there and you can drink a beer for a buck and you can look at it for fun something. I'm not going to tell you, and I'm not going to tell you where it is. <laughs> yeah. You have to, well, you have to Google that on your own. It's in Garden and Gun. Yeah. If if I'm going to sit on the water and have a beer, I prefer to do it at Dockside. But I digress. We're not talking about favorite cities. We're talking about worst cities. Um, let's let's head west. I know many of us have been to New Orleans. I've been to New Orleans two or three times. Like, I don't know. You lose count with that town. Um. New Orleans, I think, is another one of those interesting towns. Uh, I can see why it would be on the list. I also can see why someone would say it should not be on the list. Thoughts? Opinions? That's one city I have not been to. Uh, I definitely want to go check that place out. 
one day. Um, Don't take the kids. Oh, of course not. No. <laughs> no, I want a vacation, not a trip. <laughs> not only that, but yeah. No, I'm. Morgan, do you and Logan? It sounds like Morgan, you have a desire to go. Logan, do you have a desire to go to New Orleans or or no? I'd go. I've never been before. I was like an hour and a half away from it in Biloxi, which didn't impress me. So hopefully it's better. Y'all should have gone there instead of Biloxi, but anyway. Yeah, we were so close. It's like you know, that must that must be how Canadians feel. <laughs> That's definitely how they feel. America's <laughs> right there. <laughs> We're stuck on this side of the line. Eating their Tim Hortons. Oh, man. That's why That's why we give them, like, Michigan, Minnesota, <laughs> North Dakota, Montana. We're like, uh, are you sure? And they see, like, photos of Florida, and they're like, well, that'd be nice. That's a long ways away. Sorry. <laughs> well, we ease them into it because Minnesota is basically Diet Canada. True. <laughs> True. That's fair. <laughs> the only reason I was asking you this is because I'm always curious about people who haven't been to cities, what their, what their idea of it is. Uh, New Orleans, in my opinion, shouldn't be on the list. And the reason why it shouldn't be on the list is because anytime – and we're probably building to Baltimore, but anytime a city has the charm, and I've learned that in New England, charm means old and a pain in the ass. But anywhere else in the world, um, charm means, well, at least anywhere else in America, charm t- generally tends to mean like, you know, actually charming. Um, anytime a city has the charm to meet the bullshit halfway, I don't think you get on this list. Whereas New Orleans, I I feel like if you can buy into the, I hate the term vibe, Logan. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> like it either, and I find myself using it more than I more than I prefer. If you can buy into the culture, the vibe, the whatever you want to call it of what New Orleans is, that when you land, you know you're in a different place. And I, I appreciate that. That gives me an experience and not a lot of cities give you an experience. A lot of cities like Raleigh, for example, give you a kind of a shitty time, but some decent bars. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you did choose to stay in the Wolf hotel with a Carolina apparel on the whole time, but (laughs) I've been multiple self-fulfilling prophecy. (laughs) (laughs) I've been multiple places in Raleigh. Well, that's what I was telling a buddy today. I was like, I have talked to numerous people at this point over the last couple of years that have been they've they've taken a trip to visit Raleigh and said that they've always wanted to come see it. And I'm like, Raleigh is a very nice place to live, but it's not a destination. Let's go on a trip there kind of place. So I'm just like, what the fuck are people thinking these days saying, you know, we're going to all like fly out to Raleigh for the weekend. There was a bachelorette party here a couple of years ago from people from out of state. And I'm just like, I, I don't get it. Been a resident here 11 years. Don't get it. Nice place to live, but it's not a place to come visit. I can imagine that there were people in Louisville who thought that about us coming to Louisville in December. So. 
or even to top that, us going to Tulsa for New Year's Eve. Or Tulsa for New Year's. (laughs) (laughs) That's the the power of a concert, right? Yeah. Yeah. Both times they were concert driven. And then we were like, well, we might as well make a trip out. (laughs) Yeah. I'll say this when we move on from New Orleans. You can get what you want out of it. You, if you want to go pee and puke yes. in the street, you can do that, and yep. you can find lots of that. If you don't want to do that and you want to like eat nice food and have like a different kind of actually nicer experience, you can also do that. You can do either one. So, or you could do one one day and another another day. It's like literally up up to you. Um, it could be a awful, disgusting trip, or it could be a nice trip, or it could be all of that mixed in. It's truly whatever you make it. So I don't know if that deserves, I don't think that deserves being like worst city in America kind of stuff. But anyway, are you top 50, 10? So 50% of this podcast is remove Miami and New Orleans. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, let me, let me quickly just Charleston, West Virginia. Cause I'm sure nobody else has been there. I have. <laughs> have you? Yeah, yeah. I ate at the world's shittiest Asian restaurant, and that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, well, I had an Italian restaurant there, and it was not great either. Um, it, I, it's too easy to pick on West Virginia, so I'm not going to do it. I can, but it, yes, this town should be on the list. It just was a depressing place. It, 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 I remember distinctly, and this was many years ago. At this point you know stepping into that town and kind of looking around and interacting with people and being like man this is not a place i'd want to hang out at or like be around everybody would just seemed depressed and you just felt it in the air so yes it deserves <laughs> to be on the list because of that and i don't want to pick on the folks because they get enough hell as it is but that's how the city feels not something that makes you want to go back it's when we drove in, it's as pretty as Blacksburg. For the record, I went recently. I went right before the, it's one of the last cities I visited before the pandemic. We drove up from Wilmington. It's as pretty as Blacksburg. And I, my, 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 uh, maybe I'd give it another shot for like a West Virginia, like Virginia Tech game or something. Although I'd probably go to that in Blacksburg. <laughs> but, anyways. I I uh, I'm not comparing it. I'm just saying it, it's the same landscape, and I was just as excited about their football team as the people in Blacksburg are, right? As in, like it's a football town, and yet we drove in. And to your point, Dustin, I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is not like Blacksburg." Like when you're coming in, you feel like it is, and then it's not. No, it's isn't not. It West Virginia and Morgantown? The university, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Morgantown. Why? Aren't we talking about Charleston? I'm confused. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're just as interested in in West Virginia or Mountain. It's it's, a, it's easy to get confused. It's West Virginia. They're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> they're all the damn same. Whether it be Charlestown or you know um, Morgantown or even Bandy Town, where the wonderful whites are from. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Am I wrong? Is Charleston where Marshall's Marshall is? No, Marshall, Marshall in is in Huntington. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say every everywhere we drove past had the West Virginia stuff out, but whatever. 
I feel like that's everybody in West Virginia outside of Huntington. (laughs) And every, you know, 15 or so people, you get a full set of teeth. (laughs) 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 All right. I'm going to leave the good folks of West Virginia alone. Morgan could do another 30 minutes on West Virginia. I'll leave it. I'll leave it at this. It's a, it's the part of the country that uh, the Virginia and uh, Tennessee wouldn't know part of. <laughs> well, West Virginia broke off from Virginia, but made it to model. Now What's funny is I have a friend oh, whose last name I, is I Bandy hope, I hope West I didn't Virginia. ruffle any feathers. Are you a West Virginia fan there, Dustin? I have no problem with West Virginia. I'm not anti-West Virginia. Now we're getting into I'm, the real southern part I'm, of it. I'll, I'll, I'll start keeping West Virginia cracks to myself that I didn't, I didn't want to upset anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not upset. I don't really care that much. I just am not anti. He's like, I oh, I see what's going it. on here. <laughs> Proceed. Morgan, <laughs> <laughs> one of our, as you know, one of our good friends and later almost more or less roommate was from Weir, Weirton. Is that right? Weirton, West Virginia. You remember uh, uh, Pitbull downstairs and stuff like that? Yeah. And, anyways, um driving through i'll say their town um to keep innocent people innocent uh i was like oh i can see why they left <laughs> no i mean there there are some pretty parts of west virginia um I, I do give them shit but <laughs> oh no i was i was agreeing with you i could i could see why they left that particular town <laughs> <laughs> oh all right We've all right. We've got two places that I feel like could be varying opinions on. Um, well, I th- well, not varying. I know one what the opinions are. We got St. Louis and Baltimore <laughs> that were left on the list. So I- I'll just go ahead and just reiterate for the hundred and what other times that we've been on the air. St. Louis sucks. Do not go there. It's a worthless town. There, I've never been to a worse town than St. Louis. It shouldn't even be in America. Agreed. <laughs> that place was god awful. You had to wait in the line for everything. Yeah, it, it should be number one on the list of worst cities in America on every list in America. Period. And be careful getting on your elevator at your hotel too. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. if you mouth off to the police in the hotel lobby, which makes sense. Because we need police to police the elevator at the hotel lobby. The, the button, the guy who pushes the button for you to get on the elevator, is a police officer. If if you don't let him push the button for you, he will tell you you're not allowed to ride the elevator to your hotel room that you paid for. So you, you take, take the stairs, stairs. <laughs> and then if you say anything about, never mind. <laughs> Continue the joke. Nope, it wasn't a joke. It was real life. <laughs> was realized and the cop was in the wrong but anyway <laughs> yes he was um that loses with baltimore curious I believe we've all spent time in baltimore should baltimore be on the a top 10 list i mean i have fun in baltimore yeah i've had fun in baltimore but uh, i i'm was aware enough not to explore all of baltimore 
Well, like most cities, they all have their bad parts, you know? Do you guys want another story? The ties sure. South? No. Oh, boy. All right. So last year on my birthday, I played hooky from work on a Friday. And I went to John Hopkins for the Women's National Lacrosse Tournament because North Carolina and Maryland were both in it. And I'm familiar as in like I watched a lot of the women's and men's lacrosse, as you all know. That's fine. Hopkins, Baltimore, if you don't know anything about lacrosse, you should know that there's basically an ongoing rivalry between who is the hotbed of lacrosse. It's between Long Island and Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, so um, – it basically kind of changed between Baltimore and Long Island every year. And because they were in it and undefeated and really awesome and everything else. So we went. Um, that's kind of the the background for the story. That's not the story. Um, when we started to drive through Baltimore, we were two blocks, two blocks away from the Orioles Stadium, which, mind you, is where multiple tourists go pretty much every other day. And I'm not telling people to not go to the Orioles Stadium. I'm just saying that in case you don't know, lacrosse doesn't happen in January. We were two blocks away from the Orioles Stadium on game day. At the end of May, I'm not going to tell you my birthday. And uh, and we, <laughs> during a Baltimore Orioles game day on a Friday afternoon, and we were, I'm not going to say assaulted. That sounds like, you know, dangerous uh, headline baiting kind of stuff. But we were not asked if we wanted our windshield cleaned by what they can refer to as, and this is a real thing. I'm not trying to offend anybody or do anything else. But if you if you Google this, uh, there's something in Baltimore called squeegee kids. And the squeegee kids stand on the corner. And they are not in tucked away neighborhoods. They are very much downtown and they are at every streetlight. And the bottom line is I've been to South America before. I've seen the same stuff. And I'm 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 not being rude. I'm being factual. When you get to a street corner and you have and you are in a motor vehicle and you either can't go or you are behind somebody who won't go. That makes you a target audience, if you want to call it that. And uh, they will come up to you and they will start cleaning your hood for you, or they will start performing a bunch of other things. We were going in May. Um, sometimes people have their windows down. Uh, having traveled a little bit, I encouraged my wife to roll her window up so she would not get sprayed in the face. Because oftentimes, if you don't pay them with something that you want and your window's down and you're interacting with them, they will spray you because that's obviously how you clean a windshield. Um, who knows what could be potentially in that? Because if you're not interacting with, there's there's all sorts of stuff. I'm not going paranoia. I'm just saying uh, this is often how snatch and grabs happen in South America and Latin America, especially when you're talking about watches, wedding rings, stuff like that. So anyways, we rolled up into this situation. And I'm not talking about like one block, two blocks, three blocks. I'm talking about like five, six, seven blocks of streetlights where we're dealing with this in the middle of downtown, going from basically Baltimore Orioles Stadium to John Hopkins. 
Now, this is going to be a real timestamp podcast because if this is dealt with <laughs> 2020, we we wouldn't have known what this is about. In 2024, maybe it'll be dealt with. But this is a real hot button issue around here. And unfortunately, people have died. Um, multiple people have died. Um, there's been citizens that have shot at people that they probably shouldn't have, in in my humble opinion. And then there's been other kids that didn't get paid what they wanted to, and they shot people. Um, and this is in downtown mainstream Baltimore. So if you want to, like right next to the harbor. So I'm not saying the Orioles aren't safe. You can come right in off the beltway and you can do whatever. <laughs> we were going to a women's lacrosse game, okay? We had to go to John Hopkins, and this is the way it took us, and it took us right through this area. Now, if you remember me talking about going to uh, Jimmy's Seafood, where they sponsor Antonio Baycott, or sorry, <laughs> Armando Baycott, um, he, he's you know been gone from the team so long now. <laughs> it's been since March. But anyways, <laughs> uh, we had to go back through there, and I was like, do we really need to sponsor – Baycott with uh, going to Jimmy's. And so we ended up going back through and it was fine, but there's all sorts of stuff that happens in Baltimore. And this is in the downtown part. I, I don't need to tell you to watch the wire. So if that story was too long, all I'm going to say is I think Baltimore should be like number two or number three on this list, unfortunately. Uh, definitely has a lot of issues. However, my I must have been my experience must have been in the golden years because I had a lot of fun in Baltimore. I have nothing but fond memories of Baltimore, and we not. It would be a lot to say we walked all over that town. We didn't walk all over that town, but from Orioles Park all the way down to like Bell's Point, Greek Town, even agree. Yeah, went all over there. Never had a problem. So, if you, uh, stay in, if you stay in the right part of town, you'll be all right. The problem is the right part of town keeps changing around here. I, there are quite a few cities currently experiencing similar issues. <laughs> not, just in, not just Baltimore. And that is not the purpose of our 10 worst cities to debate what they should or should not do about it. But <clears throat> the... But the greater Baltimore, like Baltimore, Washington area has experienced is experiencing more issues. DC is in the same basket, not to that level, but there's more going on in the in Washington DC as well. So I'm not telling you don't go to the Washington Monument, but you know there's stuff happening here too. Nevertheless, my personal experience, my lived experience, if you will, <laughs> in Baltimore was very positive i we went to a ton of orioles games we you know had hotels all over town went to like the bars and just hung out with at friends places like i love baltimore i think it's a great town um i think it is actually I, one thing i will say is i've always felt it's too bad and i can understand why people put it on the list i always felt like man this city has so much going for it it sucks that like there's so many things that pull it down um, because it should be like an awesome town. It's right on the water. It's got a big port and a harbor. and Like it's got everything going for it. And then like, it just, it's kind of a mess. When I was there, 
there was when we were over there at some of the areas by the I guess it's the harbor. There was a boat that was just parked right beside where all the bars were. And it was like a big boat. I don't know if people were on it or not. I couldn't tell you, but all I know is that Andy and I decided it was a good idea to jump onto the boat and and wow. board it. <laughs> it Probably was literally right to, no. And then we we got on it, stood there, being like, hey, we're on the boat. Then we jumped off, and then afterwards we were like, we're in Baltimore. We easily could have been shot, right? <laughs> could have been shot in any harbor in the world. <laughs> I was in international waters, not Baltimore. I shot him in international waters. <laughs> Drew, depending on the flag, you probably would have been all right. Maritime law and all that. Mar- maritime law. <laughs> it's like bird law, but different. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man. That was... A- it's probably a little serious in Baltimore. Let me just do this lightning question around the table. What other cities do you hate that should be on there? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I where, hate... Where? I don't hate the overall city, but I hate a part of the city. Ebor in Tampa. <laughs> I like Tampa a lot. I liked a lot of the surrounding areas of Tampa, but Ebor City was nothing but freaks and weirdos. Ball gags in their mouth, walk around chains, dress up like cats. <laughs> All for me. Sounds like problems, um, <laughs> I, I, mean, I mentioned it earlier, but uh, Oakland, there is absolutely not a damn thing to do in that town. Nothing. There's, there's nothing there. And now clearly there's nothing at all going to be there with, with the A's moving to uh, Las Vegas. So that place is a dump. Yeah. Morgan, you have been consistent on that for since you got off the plane from there. So I'll give you <laughs> I'll give you that. You you are as consistent on that as you you've ever been. Ryan, do you have any cities that you would add to the list? Yeah, this may not be popular, but I'm gonna I'm thinking about my travels. Unfortunately for this list, my travels are in the south and in the east. But if I'm sticking in the south and in the east, I hate to do it. I, I kinda hate to do this to them because I spent so much time there. But oh. Richmond sucks. <laughs> it really does. And like I'm, crowded. And I'm there was a restaurant that I really appreciated in Richmond. And it closed during the pandemic, unfortunately. And it's like one of those mom and pop places that have been around for a long time. And we I've what part to, of Richmond did you did you stay in? Like I stayed West in Char- I was gonna say, I did, okay, did you go down to the fan district ever? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I really like the National, or I think it's I think it's called the National, which which is like a 930 club type. Like, I feel like when I say something like that, I have to be like, well, well I've actually been there for like two years. <laughs> but <laughs> but so like when I I, I, I don't want to give away too much of what I do, but like I do travel for work but a good bit, at least before the pandemic. And so like when I come to a city, like I'm, I'm sitting in a hotel right now while I'm talking to these guys and I'm sitting in a hotel that I stayed in, or I I have not stayed in this hotel, but I've stayed in this city for 
eight months from Monday to Thursday. So when I do get to a um, place, I kind of can understand the culture, but Richmond just never really made a lot of sense to me. And a lot of the other places, like I never invited you guys to come to Richmond, but I was like, Louisville, I think you guys would would appreciate and kind of hang out. But again, this isn't the best of lists. This is the worst of lists. So I, I kind of got to put, I feel bad, but like, I kind of got to put Richmond up there. Like, it's just not that interesting. We went to a wedding a couple of years ago and I was like, this is a very nice site, but we kind of had to drive three and a half hours to get here. And it kind of, it, the rest of it kind of sucked. <laughs> And that wasn't even the worst part. Well, I mean, if if you really want to go to Oregon, go to Richmond. If you're on the East Coast, it's a lot. It's probably a lot cheaper flight, or it's a lot easier drive. You'll just you'll just get a bunch of people that aren't paying attention to you while they're waiting on your table on on their phone. And I know it sounds like so ridiculously pretentious, but like I don't know, like you're you're supposed to be giving us food and like feeling our drinks. Could you maybe like get off your phone and stop worrying about like the vibe and just maybe like hopefully try not being on like, I don't know, like stoners hash the entire time. Oh my goodness. Just like that, that was, that was a decent part of Richmond. It wasn't all of Richmond. Sorry, that wasn't lightning round, but I guess I aired my grievances. <laughs> That's the best. Uh, I agree, I agree with. I'll say this: I agree with Fable, but I'm not gonna. I wouldn't put them on the list if it were up to me. I would put literally any city in Ohio. <laughs> oh, Cincinnati was bad. Literally any city in Ohio. Ohio we, sucks. We we went to. I mean, and Rhino went to Cincinnati for one of his baseball trips, <laughs> and. uh that was just a bad trip. Of course, I had like horrible uh, acid reflux and hiccups going on. Like I couldn't, even if I tried to drink like a sip of beer, like it, it I couldn't keep it down. So I, I felt bad for Rhino with having to kill half his trip of that, but we didn't really miss much. But um, we went to go look for a brewery on one side of town and like half the street was all boarded up and shit. Yep. I'm, <laughs> I I've like, been to Cincinnati. It's definitely like, that. I was like, uh, right now we should probably get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and this is during the day too. I was like, this this is yep. not gonna go well. I was in my hotel at nighttime because it was so awful. Mm-hmm. And homeless people everywhere too at night. Mm. So this is gonna be the anyway. this is gonna be the podcast that gets canceled. <laughs> did you do Skyline Chili? Yes, More. I did. Did you do Gold Star? I don't remember doing Gold Star, but I remember doing Skyline. It was, uh, I mean, there's nothing to write home about. <laughs> Much like the red state of Ohio. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but um, the chili tastes like the state. So anyway, yeah. all right. I'm sure we could revisit this somewhere in the future, and once we've on a few other places that we hate and, and bring it back up. We'll just add to the list. We'll keep a running tab on what we hate. <laughs> Council Bluffs, Iowa. Uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Right. Did, we, did, we, did we mention St. Louis, Missouri? 
Add it for good measure. Can I? I'm glad you reminded me because I was going to say something and I held my tongue. All right, here's the deal. St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, I walked into it, so I'm going to give a little snapshot into where I was, and people can assume if whatever they want about this. I was in Edgar Town, Martha's Vineyard, and I walked into a bar, and there was a gentleman standing there with a St. Louis Cardinals hat on. He was standing in front of the men's bathroom. And I asked him, I said, are you in line? (laughs) And he said, no, I was just checking my email. And he's standing there and I tried the door and it's locked. So mind you, this this gentleman is standing in a hallway separate from the bar, checking his email or texting his mistress, whatever. I don't know. And he's standing there. The door's locked. The guy comes out of the bathroom and he looks at me and he goes, were you in line? <laughs> <laughs> no, you just said no. I was just checking my email. It's like it was the most St. Louis response in like the most like I wasn't paying attention to you in the least. Like I just like, what I was trying to say with the whole like like thing was basically like these people, you can take them anywhere. You can literally take them anywhere and they have no clue where they are and no clue what they're doing. Accurate. And that is St. Louis in a nutshell. It sucks. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there's a link in the description of this podcast. Click here to leave us a voicemail. Tell us what cities you hate. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. And uh, maybe it might be some of the ones that we hate as well. But uh, give us five stars. Great review. Spotify, oh, oh. Apple Podcasts. I got one thing to add. And one more one, thing. <laughs> one thing because I was, I was, no, this is not with the list. This is a story from our camping trip. Ooh. Um, I did not get to, to add in the other week because I was out. I was out not feeling too great. And um, but uh, we uh, on our trip up to our camping trip, we went to a Waffle House, fine dining. And I mean, I, I love Waffle House. It's, I mean, it's my favorite place to eat. So we're sitting there, we're waiting to leave. And uh, no, we weren't waiting to leave. We just got in there. And um, this is our second morning that we went yep. there, correct? Second. Um. And. Uh, we wait for people to get up, and you know, Angle's sitting here, standing there wearing UNC lacrosse uh, sweatpants, and waiting for we're waiting for a table to get up. And what do we happen to see? But uh, some gentleman wearing a UVA lacrosse outfit, and his his kid, and they get up to to pay, and they come in, they go down to the register to pay, and then come back towards the door. Now, I usually I'm a gentleman. I hold the door for everybody. Um, I did not hold the door for this person. I just kind of, I didn't even go hold. I was like, no, I'm stepped out of the way and um, was as rude as I could be. And <laughs> <laughs> your I don't, I, uh, wearing my hokey shirt. Like, I don't hold, I don't hold, hold the door for jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> and they paused in the atrium. Or whatever you want to call it, uh, at a waffle house <laughs> in between the two doors, and kind of looked back at you like, huh, and then proceeded on with their. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, well, don't, don't, don't root for UVA, and you won't make you know bad mistakes in life. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. They got uh, what forty national championships, two of which count, and the other thirty-eight are like table tennis and track. <laughs> Yeah, that's the beauty of, of college rivalries right there. <laughs> All right. Well, for this episode of Miserable and Reckless, I'm Logan Zanier with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. See you next time.